the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The John Steigerwald Show. Sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the Yellow Van. Portions of today's program may be pre recorded. It's global warming, stupid. Lots of people are trying to figure out today uh, what's wrong with the Steelers. Uh, you probably know they're one and four. They have a chance to have their worst season in 53 years. You may not be aware of that. They were one and 13 in Chuck Knoll's first season in 1969. And then their worst season was 1988, uh, since then anyway, when they were five and 11. So how do you like this team's chances of going five and seven the rest of the way? One of the big problems, you know, is Najee Harris. He's gone from, at least as far as I'm concerned, overrated to mediocre to maybe stinking since last season. And it's obvious the Steelers were hoping to build their offense around him. So why hasn't he lived up to the billing since he was a first-round pick in the draft? Well, I say blame it on global warming. And the reason I say that is because I think we have officially reached the point where you can blame Anything you want on global warming. Sports Illustrated may have jumped the shark last week when it came out with a piece with this headline, quote, with hotter temperatures come more football deaths. That lists lots of stories of football players dying in the summer heat. One was about a kid named Philip Laster Jr. at Brandon High School in Mississippi. He was 17. He passed out during practice, eventually died. He wasn't able to be revived on the field, I don't think. The writer, Joe Wertheim, says football players' deaths have increased dramatically over the last 10 years. And, of course, he eventually gets around to blaming that on climate change. You figure that one out. because Well, he says climate change, by the way, because global warming apparently no longer exists. But he doesn't have any real science to back it up. And he barely mentions that Philip Laster Jr., who, as I said, was 17, he weighed over 300 pounds. Call me crazy, uh, but if there has, in fact, uh, been an increase in deaths in the last 10 years, I would bet that it has a lot more to do with obese kids than it does with the planet getting warmer. Summer football practices have always been torture because of the heat, and if you are old enough, uh, you do remember when you weren't allowed to drink water during football practice. I went through that. That should have caused a lot more deaths than the planet getting warmer, Anyway, we'll talk more about that tomorrow with an expert on the climate. In the meantime, it's now official. Blame anything you want on climate change. Just don't call it global warming. Meanwhile, uh, when we come back, we're going to take a look at the insanity on the southern border with a reporter from the Epoch Times, and he has some new people to blame. And in our second half hour, it is Columbus Day, and nobody should apologize for it, especially the city of Pittsburgh. Stick around. International travel is open again. So now is the perfect time for that trip to Israel, the trip of a lifetime. A trip to the Holy Land will bring you face-to-face with one of the most fascinating countries on earth. More than just a vacation, this meaningful trip is your opportunity to enjoy the freedom to travel again. Walking the ancient streets of Jerusalem where Jesus walked, sailing the Sea of Galilee, and floating in the mineral-rich Dead Sea with its healing and rejuvenating power. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza, along with our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, personally invite you to experience Israel with them this November. To book your trip to Israel, log on to StandWithIsraelTour.com. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. Then call 855-565-5519 to secure your spot. Call today, 855-565-5519. The secret to the market beat stock pick strategy is so simple, it is going to drive you crazy. 
Ask yourself, is this current market making you sick? Logging into your brokerage account day after day only to see lots of red? Well, let me tell you a secret. The best stocks to own are the companies that are consistently printing real profits year over year. The crazy thing is that it's even more effective in months like right now. Down markets means everything goes on sale, including these profit printing machines. Want to stop playing the loser's game and guessing what the next hot stock will be? MarketBeat is about to text you our new report. Seven stocks to buy and hold forever when you text the word profit to 68285. These companies print billions each year in profit and show no sign of slowing down. Get your free copy of seven stocks to buy and hold forever just text profit to 68285 text the word profit to 68285 don't wait this report is only available for a limited time text the word profit to 68285 message and data rates apply individual results may vary consult with your tax or investment profession attention this is a special alert for all americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all due to the increase of new and used car prices repair costs and the price of gas People are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-518-1985. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800-518-1985 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-518-1985. What do you have to lose? Call 800-518-1985. Again, 800-518-1985. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single, and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. Well, everybody knows the southern border is a mess uh, and it could have an effect on the election less than a month from now, but how much do we really know about what's causing the mess? Joshua Phillip is a reporter with the Epoch Times. He went to the border to find out. He has a documentary called Border Deception, how the U.S. and U.N. are quietly running the border crisis. And he joins us now. Joshua, thanks for coming on the show again. I appreciate it. Hey, always a pleasure being here. So what was it about uh, what's been happening at the border down there that uh, made you believe that we were being deceived? Well, I'll tell you. You know, when I first launched my investigation into what was happening at the border, my original intent was to investigate specifically human trafficking. Uh, because, you know, what we've been told, there's a lot of accusations saying the government is basically condoning, in a lot of ways, uh, human trafficking involving the cartels. When I went down there, I found that the, car- the cartel absolutely is active in some areas. There's some areas where they operate the border crisis, like, like it's a Disneyland ride. Uh, they give people uh, wristbands and so on, letting, letting people know they paid. Uh, different cartels have different wristbands. I mean, it's it's a, it's a big show. It's a, it's, a, it's a big clown showdown. It's ridiculous. But w- the area I was at, one of them did not have any cartel presence. Instead, what's happening is they're busing. They're, they're taking people over there. They're flying them in. They're busing them in. They're getting uh, travel documents. Some of them with the U- United Nations logos on them. Through a long, long course of investigations, what I found is that this entire thing is being run by the United Nations International Organization for Migration, uh, going all the way down from the Darien Gap in Panama, all the way up through uh, Latin America, Central America, through Mexico, uh, to the border, and even inside the United States. 
when once the people illegally enter the U.S. and apply for asylum, they turn themselves in, they get bussed or flown all over the country, and it's uh, nonprofit organizations or uh, NGOs, non-governmental organizations, working at the behest of the of the uh, United Nations that are running those operations. And even worse than that, it's being financed by the U.S. State Department. The money for these operations is coming primarily from the State Department. That uh, that all sounds very complicated. Um, so, to, um, who's to what end? I mean, who's who's benefiting from this? Why is this happening? Well, I've been wondering the same thing. I, I've, I've been wondering the same thing. Um, a lot of people point to the idea that it's, a, it's maybe kind of a cloward pivot strategy, uh, where they're trying to basically flood the U.S. Uh, well, you know, welfare markets. Uh, with individuals trying to break down the country. Other people believe that maybe this is part of like a big voting drive. Remember that the illegal immigration really did a 180 under Barack Obama. Uh, the Democrats used to be more for the unions, for example. Uh, you know, Bill Clinton was absolutely anti, anti-illegal immigration. But that changed under Obama when they found that about 80% of Latin Americans voted for Obama. After that, it was open borders, let everybody in, you know, throw things wide open. And I think we're seeing now really the, the the end game of that, where it's just literally full-on open borders, where they're even giving them $40,000 interest-free travel loans to come here. You, you mentioned that the State Department is in, uh, possibly involved in this. Uh, that, that encompasses a pretty large group of people. Um, who in this, would this be, would this be people uh, who have been in the State Department for a long time, has this been going on for a long time? Maybe on a small, at a you know, at a smaller, uh, a slower pace than it is now. Is this something that's been in place for a long time? Well, I, I was looking into the time frame of it. I'm, I'm not sure what the time frame is, but uh, basically, you can you can go on the website of the International Organization for Migration, the IOM, which is again the United Nations branch that's running this whole thing. And they just stated on the website, this is, this is not some, some big secret. Uh, they have it written on their website that the financing, the money for this comes to the State Department. And even, even the organization of the operations is being done out of this, out of one of the State Department offices actually based out of New York City. So, so yeah, they're, they're running it and they're funding it. And and um, you, you say that, uh, quote, while taxpayers are being told that local law enforcement and the National Guard are working to resolve the crisis. In reality, they're being used to funnel migrants to networks of non-governmental organizations who then traffic them for resettlement throughout the country. Do local authorities know they're being used, and is it willful? Well, I, I can tell you that there, a lot of them seem very disheartened. Uh, some of them don't want to talk about it. Uh, but some of them seem very disheartened. You know, one individual I spoke to was a sheriff uh, down in Kinney County. And he was really disturbed by it. Now, this is a small town in Texas. Yeah, it's a, it's a small sheriff's office. Multiple times a day, they have high-speed chases, 100 miles per hour through the small town. They have to shut down the school multiple times every day uh, because they have human traffickers with you know cars full of illegal migrants coming through. They arrest these people many times, and when they arrest them, they have to hand them over to these NGOs. And I was talking to I was talking to the sheriff, and I was asking him. I was like, "Well, who are these NGOs?" He's like, "I don't know." I'm like, they, "They don't tell you. They don't tell you the names of the NGOs. You have to hand these people over to." He's like, "Nope." I'm like, "Well, who's behind them?" He's like, "I don't know. I, I have my guesses. They, they're not. They're, they're giving them guidance on how to deal with it. They're not giving them any of the information to even understand the basics of what's going on." So I, I'm, 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 it's hard to figure that the, how this is working because I mean it's, it seems kind of confusing to me. The, the we're we're being told that the the the, board, the people at the border are doing their job in varying degrees depending on whether you're a Democrat or Republican, uh, and and what you've found is that not only uh, are they not doing a good job of preventing it, let me make sure I have this straight, but they're doing a really good job of promoting it and and making it happen. That's right. That's the gist of it. That's right. That's that's exactly what's going on. I mean, and I mean, you can see, for example, you know, Ron DeSantis kind of 
just kind of taking advantage of it and saying, well, if you want me to bust them into the country, I'm, I'm busting them into, <laughs> I'm busting them to your home hometowns. Yeah. You know? Uh, it, it's because, again, the, these buses is how the whole thing is working. The buses are under non-governmental organizations. These non-governmental organizations are being directed and run under the IOM, and the IOM is being financed in this particular operation, financed and directed by the U.S. State Department. So who's, who's the bigger criminal here, the United Nations or our State Department? The State Department the one, is the, the one behind it. Uh, IOM is basically just running it. When you say running it, what does running it mean? Well, they're the ones who are they're the ones who are doing all the groundwork. So, for example, if you go down to, I, I have a friend, I have several contacts who are down in Latin America, further down south. For example, the Darien Gap in Panama, which is one of the the main kind of focal points where a lot of these people make make their kind of first landing. Um, you actually have IOM tents. In fact, when Secretary of State Blinken went down there to visit, that was the, that was the area he went to specifically to the IOM tent. Uh, if if they travel up through Latin America, the groups kind of running the whole, you know, facilitating the whole thing is IOM. Uh, if you get down to the real grassroots of who's doing the buses and so on, those are the NGOs, the non-governmental organizations. But they're they're getting all their you know funding and stuff like that through the IOM which in turn is coming to the State Department. We're talking to Joshua Phillip. Uh, he's a reporter with Epoch Times, and he has a, uh, a documentary out called Border Deception, How the U.S. and U.N. are Quietly Running the Border Crisis. Uh, where can people find the, uh, the documentary, uh, Philip? Joshua, uh, you can find that on uh, epochtv.com, E-P-O-C-H-T-V.com. Now, I saw the trailer for it. I haven't seen the documentary, but I believe in the trailer someone says that the, they they see that these these kids come in with uh, who are supposed with people who are supposed to be their parents, and then later on they see the same kids coming in uh, with different parents to get across the border. What's that all about? Yeah, that that was the full context of when Trump you know when Trump was accused of separating families and AOC went down to the border and went in front of a fence looking into a parking lot and did, did a photo op crying in front of the parking lot. Right. That was that was the real story. Basically, the human traffickers, the actual human traffickers, the drug cartels and so on, uh, what they do, and I've been told this by people in Latin America, they'll go to, they'll go to the homes of families in different parts of Latin America, the, the human traffickers, the cartels. They'll tell people, hey, we, we want to bring your child to America. Give us your child. If the family refuses, they'll cut the kid's throat in front of the family. Uh, but they take these kids. Uh, and they use them. They use them as tools for human trafficking because they can claim their families, and if their families, it makes the process much easier. And so they they keep reusing these children. Uh, Donald Trump, when he put into pra- when he put into practice this the system where you know if they arrested them, they separated them and gave them a DNA test to make sure they were actually the kids of the people who you know were trafficking them. They were finding like thirty percent were not. And, and that was the reason why that policy existed. Well, how much do the, does the average politician know about the United Nations involvement in this and the fact that, that as much as people are uh, saying that they, they're so uh, um, appalled by it all that they're actually contributing to it? I mean, does a guy like DeSantis, would he be surprised by what you're saying right now? Well... I, I, I can. T- I don't know how much they know individually. I, I, I can tell you I have spoken to a few elected officials. A lot of them kind of had a general sense, but they didn't really understand the details of it. You know, they, they had heard that IOM was running this. Uh, it was also IOM running the Afghan resettlement and also IOM, IOM running a lot of the uh, resettlement of, you know, uh, for example, Syrian refugees and so on into Europe. You know, so they're, they're active in a lot of areas. They generally know this, but in terms of actual practice and how it works, they don't. They don't really have any idea. So uh, it, I think a lot of people would be shocked to know that the United Nations has its nose in this. Well, I was shocked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can tell you, I, I completely did not intend to find this. And the real shocking thing is it's, it's being done in broad daylight. They're, they're really... They're really they're concealing the information, and if you try to ask them questions, they have really kind of slimy, roundabout ways of answering that don't really give you answers. 
you know, they'll try to answer you on technicalities or change the topic within their answers. So they, they try to debunk something you're not even asking about, you know, really just like slimy techniques like that, which for me as an investigator, um, is kind of a red flag. You know, it's like, why not, why not just be upfront with me? You know, what are you trying to hide? Mm-hmm. Uh, their behavior is really bizarre. And, but you can, I mean, again, it's, it's not like they're completely hiding it. You can actually go on their website and find it. Uh, they also give people, uh, they have a technical name for them, but they basically fun- they function very similar to debit cards, but they, they actually pay all these migrants. They give them money uh, to, to spend as they're traveling up. You know, they're limited use, like cash cards, basically, with, uh, you know, they only work in certain shops and so on. But, you know, they're, they're giving them money the whole way up. Hey, Josh, I'm out of time. Uh, it's great, great uh, uh, information you got here. Border deception, how the U.S. and U.N. are quietly running the border crisis. Thanks. Hey, my pleasure. Thank you. So I want to talk to you now about an organization called Preborn. It's a charity organization that is all about, well, making sure the preborn are born. And how do they do that? Well, Scott Wilder is here to tell you how they do that and how you can help. Scott, thanks for coming on. I appreciate you know, it. It's a, it's a great pleasure, John, to be with you. And it's so easy to do, you know. Uh, I know the recent Supreme Court decision, people, sadly, so many people didn't even know what Roe versus Wade meant. Uh, you know, thought that, well, you know, my work here is done and time for a victory lap. No. Uh, of course, all I did was return it to the states and the Commonwealth in the case of uh, yeah, the great Commonwealth yeah. of Pennsylvania. Uh, but, you know, I, I noticed that even the Pittsburgh City Council voted unanimously recently to make sure they supported the law that's uh, in motion in the Commonwealth to make sure to secure the right for abortion. So all I mean to say is that, you know, the need for the truth is now greater than ever. All it means is some states inclined to go one way will go that way, and other states will incline to go the other way will go the other way. But it won't change the number of girls that get pregnant. It won't change the number of girls that will be seeking uh, information as they make their choice. Ultrasounds save lives because ultrasounds are the truth. And when you provide the truth, the truth is powerful because the lie has been pervasive, you know, that it's not a baby. But I guarantee you, when they hear that heartbeat, when they see their baby, they know that's a baby. So we're excited to join Hearts and Hands with you, John, and get this done today. So it's preborn, and what you guys do is provide ultrasound for women who are uh, considering getting an abortion, correct? It's right. I mean, I would say rather than thinking of them as uh, abortion minded, maybe they're just abortion vulnerable. You know, they're vulnerable to the lie. Mm-hmm. Everybody's telling them the lie. I mean, the winds are blowing in that direction. The influencers, the movie people, the music people, the media, all of those efforts are pushing them toward it's not a baby. Mm-hmm. And so we all we do is we provide the ultrasound. We don't need free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds. Been doing this now for 16 years. And, you know, we're not all made to stand on a street corner and hold a bullhorn. We're not all made to stand on a street corner and hold a sign up or anything else. But this is something everybody can do. I mean, everybody can do this. Just provide an ultrasound. And you know what? It's going to be what it's going to be. But what we know is the statistics are remarkable. Girls and women who have a chance to see their baby, hear their baby's heartbeat, are overwhelmingly more likely to choose life. I mean more than 83% of the time. So stand for life in the single most effective way by providing an ultrasound today or two or ten or more at this phone number, 833-850-BABY is 833-850-2229. And um, so uh, how can our listeners help again one more time? Because uh, I, I know that this charity, uh, Preborn, that the money that they send, and they, if they send it today, it goes directly to buying an ultrasound for someone. It does. In fact, we should say that 100% of what you give goes directly to providing an ultrasound. We separately fundraise for uh, overhead and administrative costs so that when we come to you on the radio, we can say every single penny that you give provides an ultrasound. $28 provides one, $140 provides five, $280 provides 10. And so we're just standing by for your uh, participation today at 833-850-2229. Or you can click on the preborn well, banner, go to the website, theanswerpgh.com, and uh, help them out. Scott Wilder, thanks. Pleasure. 
With SRN News, I'm John Scott. EU Commission President Ursula von der Leyen joins an international chorus of criticism and condemnation following the Russian missile attacks across Ukraine early today. I am shocked and appalled by the vicious attack um, on Kiev and other Ukrainian cities. Russia once again has shown to the world what it stands for. It is terror and brutality. Those who are responsible have to be held accountable. The lethal barrage against multiple cities killed at least 11. Your congressman and Republican candidate for governor Lee Zeldin says his family is safe after two teenagers were shot outside his Long Island home. What we have been told from the Suffolk County Police Department is that the answer that is that the, that their their belief is that the answer is no. It was not connected to him or his family. This is SRN News. These are tough times for everyone, so dealing with your timeshare may not be your biggest concern. But when this passes, do you still want a lifetime of payments, fees, and commitments for a timeshare you were misled into buying? Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started the timeshare cancellation industry by exposing the ugly truth about timeshares and giving folks the straight facts. I've been fighting the timeshare giants ever since, so no one knows this industry better than me and my team. Today, we have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. Give my office a call today. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley Financial now for your free information kit. 800-549-8866. That's 800-549-8866. 800-549-8866. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. Jay Sekula believes the FBI is off the mark. I think about that for a moment, where sex trafficking is such a huge problem across the country at the border, but throughout the United States. Now the FBI is saying, oh, you know, we're so busy with these other cases, we can't, we can't continue to make child sexual abuse and trafficking a priority. That is really dangerous. Sekula, weeknights at 6, right before Brandon Tatum at 7 on AM 1250. The Answer. What would you give for a child you loved to make their wish come true? To help them fight a critical illness? Just imagine what you'd do. You see, wishes are so powerful, and you can make them real. They can give a child back their childhood, even change the way they feel. Every single one of us can make the stars align. Because when we come together, hope and joy will shine. Wishes need stars like you. Visit Make-A-Wish at Wish.org. TV News. It's a love-hate relationship. Well, let's be honest, more hate. We agree. That's why we're different. Salem News Channel has assembled the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. Home to Charlie Kirk, Hugh Hewitt, Eric Metaxas, and more. There's finally a place on TV for lovers of freedom like you. Watch anytime, on any screen, free, 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. Whose rulebook do you want to play by, the government's or your own? This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Without a proper estate plan, many families end up playing by the government's rulebook and losing a lot of what they'd intended to leave to their families. That's why Abernathy and Hagerman presents free, ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer to help you protect what's yours and make sure the government plays by your rules. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got The Answer. Parkway West looking really clogged up now inbound, especially around Green Tree. Add about an extra 10 minutes to that trip. Parkway East busy outbound from Bates Street to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Not too bad inbound. Inbound 28. Looks like a slow go there from Crawford Run down to Gamma Drive. Outbound slow from Route 8 up to RIDC Park. On outbound 51, you'll see some volume delays Midwood Avenue to Library Road. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Clear skies expected for tonight with a low of 45. Sunshine will mix with a few clouds tomorrow. A nice afternoon for outdoor activities. Tomorrow's high 70. Turning cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 49. Wednesday, sunshine and areas of high clouds in the morning. Then mostly cloudy skies and breezy in the afternoon. We'll see a high of 72. 
with your AccuWeather forecast. I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Hey, happy Columbus Day. You could get in trouble in some places for saying that, but uh, that's what today is. And last week, in case you didn't hear, uh, a judge ruled that the city of Pittsburgh had the right to remove the Columbus statue uh, from Shenley Park that's been sitting there for a long time, or standing there for a long time. And while they were waiting for this ruling, uh, the statue had been covered with plastic. It's all insane, of course. Uh, Mary Graber is the author of Debunking Howard Zinn, Exposing the Fake History That Turned a Generation Against America, and she joins us now. Mary, thanks for coming on. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you. I want to make sure I get your name pronounced right. I'm always afraid I got it wrong. (laughs) It's Graybar. Graybar, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, my name's Steigerwald, and I get Stigerwald, and, and, I, and nobody ever gets it right. So I, I, I get yeah, those ethnic names. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I saw a, um, a, a poll, and uh, it says that 69% of college students believe that there should be, be no uh, Christopher Columbus Day. So did the indoctrination work, or has it worked? Oh, yeah. Um, It's been working since about 1980 when Howard Zinn's book first came out, and it's been in continuous publication. It's sold about 4 million copies. It's got to have an effect. It's used in classrooms, and there are pre-made lessons uh, that teachers can download uh, from his book, uh, including on Columbus, and uh, there's a Abolish Columbus Day campaign for the kiddos, for elementary school students um, to participate in and writing letters to officials and so forth. Say that again. There's an Abolish Columbus Day lesson that teachers can download from the Zen Education Project, which was started by one of Zen's students at Boston University. And what they do is they instruct students to write letters to officials to abolish Columbus Day. Amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I know we've talked about this a couple of times on the show, uh, and that's how I thought of you immediately when I, I was not working last week. I was off, and um, I saw the story locally that the, uh, the, the, the statue here in Shenley Park um, was going to – a judge ruled that the uh, an Italian group had um, – Italian-American group had uh, protested the the unanimous vote by the something called the Arch Commission here in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. to have the statue removed. And um, so I guess it was held up that long before a judge finally ruled on it last week. But they've actually had the statue covered with plastic so that nobody would be traumatized, I guess, by riding by and seeing the statue that's been, I don't know how long it's been there, decades it's been there. It's just insane. Yeah, I mean, uh, who are these people on the Arts Commission, and what is their authority to take down something? I know a lot of these Columbus statues were funded by working-class Italian immigrants who came here, were discriminated against, worked in factories, worked at the lowliest jobs, uh, scrambled to get ahead. Um, There were signs saying that people would not employ Italian immigrants. And here they have someone uh, of their heritage who has done something truly great, which is to discover North America, which is where we are. And Howard Zinn's mission as a member of the Communist Party was to destroy that sense of identity that we have that is so intricately connected with Columbus, a man of uh, Christian faith, a man of vision, of courage, of um, innovation, and of kindness to um, the indigenous peoples. As a matter of fact, um, I say that the indigenous peoples should give thanks to Christopher Columbus. Yeah, I'll get to that in a minute. Um, uh, uh, real quick, because uh, uh, as I said, we've talked about Howard Zinn before, uh, and your book is uh, debunking Howard Zinn. Um, and you just said that he's a, a, a communist. Is he an avowed communist? Well, Howard Zinn, uh, who died in 2010, has an uh, FBI file uh, that's 425 pages long. 
and a historian um, who was once a member of the Communist Party investigated it, and he said, yes, he was a member of the Communist Party from about the late 1940s to 1953. But like most Communist Party members, he denied it when he was questioned. Um, He dropped his official membership in order to infiltrate the institutions. So Howard Zinn had a Ph.D. in history, and he went to teach at Spelman College and then Boston University, where he radicalized students and indoctrinated them and then wrote A People's History of the United States, uh, which was published in 1980, which is full of misquotations, plagiarism, misrepresentations, falsification of history um, in order to smear American history and to um, give the uh, present the idea that we are not legitimate. We should not be here. Well, how did Zinn um, misrepresent what Columbus wrote in his diary about uh, about the natives who greeted him when he landed? Well, he didn't uh, indicate uh, words um, when he quoted from Columbus's journals. He used uh, the ellipses, those four dots that you use when you're, you know, leaving out phrases or words. Um, yeah. And it's not supposed to change the meaning, but what he left out changes the meaning. So he left out two days, pages of journal entries, and uh, he and so he misrepresented Columbus thinking of himself as um, making the Indians uh, fine servants. Now, these were the Tainos. They were a gentle tribe. Um, what he was referring to was a hostile tribe said to be cannibals called the Caribs. <laughs> um, so he misrepresented who Columbus was referring to. He leaves out words like, we, th- we can convert them to our holy faith more by love than by force and make them free. So those words that are just eliminated from, you know, what Howard Zinn presents indicates that Columbus had the well-being of these natives in mind. He wanted to save their souls, and he wanted uh, to treat them kindly, and he ordered his men to do the same. And when they didn't, he had a couple of them hanged. And there are, there, there is written record, correct, of him ordering his uh, people to treat these people well, kindly. Yes, this is in his journals, and um, and this is you know what he told his men to do. They did not always obey him, and he wasn't always around. But that was Columbus's intention, and that was. Um, what he told his men to do. And when they did not do it, you know, he <laughs> he had a couple of them killed. Um, so uh, as a result of that, he was uh, sent back in chains. He suffered for protecting the natives. So he should be seen as a hero to the natives, not as a villain or uh, someone who committed genocide. And so these people on the Arts Commission need to be educated about who Columbus was and who was spreading the falsehoods about him, which is Howard Zinn, uh, a member of the Communist Party and a believer in Marxism his whole life. Now, um, you write about uh, an incident that happened in New Haven, Connecticut, and um, mm. it's it's a great example, I think, of um, it sounds like a journalist who um, <laughs> might have read Howard Zinn's book, um, and you uh, you challenged him. And what happened in New Haven? Oh well, he he just uh, you know you don't get anywhere with these people by presenting facts. Um, you know, this was a journalist. I think he's now retired. Um, but he presented himself as ma- having made this great discovery of, um, you know, finding Howard's into people's history of the United States, something that appeals to high school students or junior high students, adolescents and, uh, discovering the truth. And, and when I, um, had informed him by email, um, you know, that I had discovered plagiarism and how he had left out critical words. But Mary, excuse um, me, let me, uh, I want to make sure you, uh, this was, this was as a result of them moving a statue out of New Haven, right? And he was in favor of it. Is that, 
Uh, yes. Yeah, and you yes. challenged and him was, on that. Yes, and he was using Howard Zinn as the basis of his argument for removing the statue. Um, and a lot of places that are eliminating Columbus Day and removing statues refer to Howard Zinn's version. They say, oh, Columbus was an evil man. We, re- we read about it uh, in this history book by this history professor named Howard Zinn. Uh, they don't know uh, that he was uh, distorting history. He was uh, misrepresenting uh, Columbus. If they read my book, they would know that, and I have the evidence right there. And if they want to challenge me, they can go ahead and present the evidence that would prove me wrong. But so far, no one has done that. And how many statues uh, have been moved and holidays renamed at this point because of what Howard Zinn wrote? Is, is, and I guess I'm asking also if, if most of these st- uh, stupid moves can be blamed on ho- ho- only on Howard Zinn. I mean, you have to blame well, it on the people who are believing what he wrote, but it starts with him. Yeah, I mean, you know, this smear was actually started by um, Engels, of Marx and Engels, in an 1847 speech. And, um, you know, he presented Columbus as destroying this um, Eden, uh, you know, veritable paradise. And, you know, the evil capitalist Columbus comes in and uh, kills all the people and destroys this paradise where people are sharing and there's no violence, which is, uh, you know, complete bunk. Um, so he starts that there have been other writers who perpetuated that one was a man by the name of Hans Koenig, who was not a historian, but a novelist. He was also a buddy of Howard Zinn's. Uh, they were both in an anti-Vietnam war group and what Howard Zinn did for the first five and a half pages, those famous opening pages of his book, he eats Hans Koenig. Um, Hans Koning is not a household name. Howard Zinn is. Howard Zinn was incredibly successful as a propagandist, as someone who wrote a book that people believe um, that has been adopted in classrooms, that is read by people uh, on their own. Uh, you know, they think that once they've read Howard Zinn, they know all of American history and, uh, you know, and where it began with Columbus. So Howard Zinn is most responsible for perpetuating that Marxist falsehood about Christopher Columbus. And in New Haven, um, the the journalist that you confronted um, was pushing for, you know, was, was advocating for moving the statue and saying that you know, Howard Zinn was right. But he didn't want to hear that. He didn't want to hear any of your evidence, uh, any of the things that you're saying right here on this radio program today. He didn't want to hear about it. No, he didn't. He just simply said, you know, do do you believe Howard Zinn is lying? I said, yeah, you know, I have the evidence, but he refused to look at it. And And he's a journalist. uh, And he's a journalist. Yeah, yeah, and and this has happened with um, a professor who wrote a book about using Howard Zinn's book to teach in uh, in, um, high school and elementary school. So this, uh, this, you know, the, there are books published that are telling teachers to use Howard Zinn's book, how students love his book, um, and the authors, professors, PhDs in history, um, just flatly refuse to look at the evidence I present. They know that Howard Zinn is lying, but they are perpetuating these lies deliberately. That's my next question. Uh, Why is there so much enthusiasm for making sure that Columbus is portrayed as evil? Is is a lot of it virtue signaling to show that, you know, you you feel such compassion for uh, the poor people that he killed and and, uh, enslaved and all that stuff? I mean, when did did it become, um, why, why the enthusiasm for it? Well, there is no real compassion because they have no compassion for um, the tribe that was being persecuted by another tribe. Um, and when you look look at these leftists and Marxists, um, they never have any compassion for the people who are persecuted. Um, their agenda is a political agenda. Their agenda is to discredit the United States by discrediting its history 
beginning, right with the discovery of it. You start at the beginning. Um, you tell young people especially that the country is illegitimate, it's evil to the core, and try to get them to um, adopt a new way of thinking about the government to look to socialism. So socialism is always presented as the alternative, um, you know, that would, uh, you know, clear up all these injustices. Of course, we know that's not true with 100 million killed in the 20th century. So the agenda is a political agenda, and these historical lies are used deliberately to promote this political agenda. What about the uh, portrayals of the indigenous people? You mentioned that a little bit, that, that, that were here when Columbus arrived. Uh, have they been accurate? And not just uh, not just the, the natives or the Indians, as uh, we came to call them, uh, who uh, Columbus encountered when he got off the boat, but just over the next hundred years, how they were and how they're being portrayed now to this day. Right. So I have a chapter in debunking Howard Zinn called The Usable Indian. And um, Howard Zinn is one of these historians that uses the Indian to promote his agenda. He presents them all uniformly. Now, we had over 500 tribes in North America. They were very diverse. <laughs> I mean, there were some who were sedentary, some who were, you know, craftsmen, some who were hunters. But Howard Zinn stereotypes them, lumps them all into one group, and presents them as these kind of um, pre-hippies, people who all shared um, everything they owned, um, took care of each other, women were liberated, they were so far advanced of the Europeans, which is complete nonsense. Um, You know, at the time, hundreds of years ago, uh, you know, people you know, we're much more, um, you know, barbaric than we are today. Um, but the native tribes, uh, you know, depending on which ones, you know, practiced human sacrifice, yeah, they, uh, they tortured others. They weren't all noble <laughs> savages. Mary, I'm, I'm yeah. out of time. I really appreciate you coming on, and happy Columbus Day. Happy Columbus Day. Thank you. Thank you. That's Mary Graybar, and you should read her book, Uh, debunking Howard Zinn. I'll be right back. So I want to talk to you about upgrading uh, to the bath of your dreams uh, with uh, one of our new sponsors, Bath R Us. Uh, They're the bathroom experts, and they offer complete bath and shower remodeling services. It's not an overlay now. Uh, They tear it out, and they replace the whole thing. And uh, these are modern, durable tubs and showers, and they're designed with an exclusive high-tech polymer liner, and it's low-maintenance, it's resistant to mold and mildew, it's easy to clean, and it lasts for decades, and it comes with a lifetime warranty. It's walk-in tubs, uh, replacement showers, tub-to-shower conversions, and more, Uh, and it's Bath R Us, and they'll transform any bathroom to the bath of your dreams. Every unit is custom-built. You pick all the premium accents and accessories. All Bath R Us products are manufactured here in the U.S., and every single unit, uh, every single one is installed by certified factory technicians, and it only takes days, not weeks. Schedule your free in-home estimate, get $1,000 off, plus 18 months, same as cash. So that's right, you got zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for 18 months. Call today, it's 513-715-0778, 513-715-0778, or go to bathrus.com. That's bath, the letter R, us.com, for the bath of your dreams. John Fetterman pretends he's Pennsylvania tough, but he lived off his rich parents until he was 49. Fetterman admitted it. In 2016, the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette reported that Fetterman's parents were, quote, his principal source of income, sponging off his rich parents into middle age while pretending to be a blue-collar tough guy. Fetterman is a freeloader and a fraud. Since Fetterman needed mom and dad to pay his bills until he was pushing 50, it's not a shock he didn't pay his taxes either. It took 60 liens and lawsuits before he paid up. And after not paying his taxes... 
Fetterman wants to raise yours. Fetterman supports tax hikes, hitting families making under $75,000 a year. Fetterman's for higher taxes for real Pennsylvania families who don't live off their parents like him. John Fetterman's a taxing far-left fraud. Senate Leadership Fund paid for and is responsible for the content of this advertising. Not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. www.senateleadershipfund.org You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep on top of the special exclusively for my listeners on the Percale and Giza Dream bed sheets, marked down as low as twenty nine ninety eight. Mike's now changing the game with his three-piece towel set. This set is made with USA cotton, making it extremely absorbent, yet still providing that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with one bath, one hand towel, and one washcloth, typically retailing for $49.99. For a limited time, you can get this three-piece towel set for the low price of $19.98 with promo code STAG. Don't miss out on these incredible offers. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 800-716-8087, use the promo code STAG, or go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code STAG. These offers will not last long, so order now with promo code STAG at MyPillow.com for the radio-exclusive offer on all bedsheets. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, did you see the story? We've talked about this here, and I'm, I don't know if you've been listening. You know I'm kind of a dog guy. I have two golden retrievers. Uh, have you seen the story about the two babies that were mauled to death by pit bulls in Tennessee? A baby boy and his two-year-old sister. Uh, two pet pit bulls. These people have had the pit bulls for seven years. This uh, this couple, the the mother was attacked. Try, well, she was she was trying to break up the the uh, attack by the dogs, and she was killed. And um, and not she was. I'm sorry, she wasn't killed. Her her kids were killed. She had to watch for like ten minutes as she tried to break the whole thing up. And um, and again, there are people out there who who would like to tell you that. Uh, it's about the owner and not the dog. And they refer to pit bulls as pitties. They had these dogs for seven years, and they said they never had a problem with it. And anybody who knows anything about pit bulls will tell you that the problem is they are unpredictable and they are killers. Do not rescue a pit bull to take home to your kids. It's insanity. The Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the Yellow Fan. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.